Hello and welcome back to another episode of In Her Shoes. This week I am joined with Barbara and we are going to be talking all about student life, a little bit of everything, a little bit of working mums, a little bit of, you know, job prospects after the pandemic, hustle culture, all that fun stuff. So first of all, I'm just going to go right into it and ask Barbara, what do you, what do you think about kind of how the pandemic has changed student life and what, what your feelings of it have been? Because obviously, you know, you've been out of education for quite a while. You've came back in to do this master's. Um, and obviously it's a little bit weird. So as someone who hasn't been in education for a while, what was your experience like coming back into it during all of this absolute madness? Oh, good morning, first of all, Alicia. Thank you for inviting me. Um, when I started, well, let's, well, I think we need to go back to last June when I decided after the first, after the first lockdown that I needed something different. Um, so I thought, oh, this will be the best time to do my master's, which I always wanted to do. Um, but in my mind, I had this glamorous idea that even at the age of 45, I could still have like a student life. So I could see myself and say, oh, that means I can actually socialize with young people, have lots of stimulating discussions and do lots of things. But actually, reality hit pretty badly really soon um, because uh, I didn't realize that I was going to do go back to homeschooling again. I have three children and up to the 4th of January, everything was, let's say, pretty good. Not not the glamorous life that I was expecting, but at least I could follow my lessons uh, without any interruptions. I could do my work without any problem. Then suddenly Boris Johnson decided that school had to be closed. So, so everything changed from the, the 5th of January, really, uh, because it's really hard when you're sitting down and try to be online and following your lessons and you go, your children, one after the other coming in, how you do this in algebra, how is this sequence, how is this, tell, tell me about, can you help me with the Holocaust or can you help me with uh, uh, rock erosion? And so it's been really, really challenging. Saying that, um, it's still a great experience, but nothing, not half of what I was expecting. Uh, because I think anyway, there is there is no age when you want to go back to study. You know, we, we all do it for different reasons. Obviously, when you are 22, 23, uh, you're thinking about what's your next step in life, what you're going to do. Um, I think for me, it was more an ambition that I always wanted to fulfill, having been in the job for such a long time, but not having a, a formal qualification for it, or well, I have in Italy, but not in this country. So, so it's been, you know, I cannot fail the, the university system in any way. I think the teachers are doing more uh, and more every day to help us, to support us. Let's not forget that they, most of them have children of their own. So they're doing exactly what I'm doing. Uh, try to teach us while try to teach their children. So it's really, really complicated. So I think we, 
everybody who's got children at home at the moment is hoping for a reopening the school for the 8th of March. Um, that's a bit like the D-Day. Uh, but if it, they will open for everybody, or they, they will open just for primary, it's still obviously unknown. Um, but yeah, that's that's my experience as um, at the moment as a work as a studying mom um, with three children at home. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, my experience is a little bit different. Obviously, I went straight from undergrad to this, so I think for me it was a little bit of a of a shock because it was a completely different degree, and then it was completely different settings and a completely different way of teaching, and then obviously doing it from home etc um it hasn't been too much of a shock though I finished off I think actually my undergraduate degree was more difficult than this because with this we have very structured lessons and you have constant contact with your teachers but for my undergraduate degree um in my final semester we just did a dissertation and had a half an hour meeting with our supervisor once a week and then had a three-hour seminar and we just had to read a bunch of stuff and then go and feed it back. Um, so, yeah, it was very weird. Like, we had no lectures, we had no contact. And then, obviously, when we didn't have to really be in class or anything, like, it was it was quite difficult. There was definitely, like, a lack of socialisation just because we didn't even have to attend classes. Um, and I think it was a lot more difficult to learn that way as well. Like, it's quite... I didn't mind that style of teaching for the rest of my degree because it really taught me how to be independent, how to, you know, teach myself, go away, research, like how to develop my own interests and how to come back and articulate it to different people. Yeah, so it just was really difficult. And then obviously I didn't get to graduate and it just felt very flat. It was very much like, thanks for your money. There's a certificate, get out. And so when I came here, I actually really like the way the teaching's done. Like it's very one-on-one like I really know the professors like I have a much better relationship with the professors than I did at undergrad simply because of you know we're just together all the time online but yeah it is it is a bit weird and I think in terms of socialization it's I it is weird because we don't get to hang out right like we've never hung out outside of university because we've always been through this but I feel like, in a weird way, this has made us all closer because we can't just go off on a weekend and, like, go out with, like, other friends from, like, home or, like, see other people. And because it is quite difficult, we're always in the group chat, we're always like, do you guys know what's happening here? Do you guys know what this is? Like, can you help me with this? And I think because we're all lacking a little bit of human interaction at the moment, and it is really difficult for everyone, I think we lean on each other a lot more and we make a lot more of an effort to form these friendships outside of class. So yeah, it is really nice and I think we've definitely all bonded over this absolute madness. And, you know, I think we're all pretty much friends. Like, I mean, it's quite a small degree as well. So we all kind of get up close and personal. But yeah, it is a little bit, a little bit weird, but... I mean, how are you kind of coping with it all, I guess? Because having three kids, like, you're not even just teaching one of them. <laughs> like, you've got you've got three. And, I mean, y- you've always said in the group chat, like, oh, I'm doing, like, algebra today. And I'm, I just, like, <laughs> vomit because I can't. I couldn't even do algebra in school. I can't even imagine, like, how to teach it. So, like, how does it work? Are you 
given materials to teach them? Are they doing like online lectures? Like what is what's happening? They they do usually have online work to do. Um, but I have um, one boy is in year six, the other one is in year seven, and the other one is in year nine. So they're studying completely different things. So I, in the same day, I will go from um, doing some um, um, like more complex algebra with my year nine, with fraction with my year six. So you you or you know even science wise, you know you go from one more complex or even history you go from lots of different so i've got a wonderful knowledge now of british history because you know never really really spent much time studying before um in a way it's i, I presume they really hate me because i'm like with them you know they have to do the work and it's important for them because they've already lost a lot of precious education so they need to really understand that these will have an effect a big effect one day on the decision to go to university my eldest dream is to go to medical school so if he miss now he miss it miss too much now this could have a big effect one day and even if he seems far away is another four years but those four years they really pass quickly so it cannot really waste much time um but usually what i do believe it or not is actually with my year nine that i have to spend more time so usually i sit in, we sit on the same desk and he's just sitting next to me so if I'm doing my lesson, I can kind of keep an eye on what he's doing, uh, while the other two will just come in and out when they have the, the odd questions. And then usually I check in the evening if they've done everything they needed to do. Um, it's hard for them. It's not, you know, in a different way, they're students as well. And this is completely changed the way they they are studying you know that there is fun at school as well like we all remember when we had those really good laugh at school or lots of things that happen every day in the classroom you know the fun the the giggle you know all all that is all part of learning and what makes learning fun and as much as i want to make learning fun i can't because i'm not really um i'm there i'm trying to get the most of the time of the of, of, of the time that i have to teach them so i don't really have time to have fun with them uh why i teach them as much i would like to say yes of course we we laugh every time no you don't <laughs> you kind of get really angry at some point because you would like them to do something and they don't because obviously you are their mom and they will try to repel uh, any occasion I don't need to do that. I don't uh, Or why do I have to do extra? Or why do I have to answer to the challenge question? Because sometimes they have, you know, like the normal questions and then they have like the extended challenge. And obviously mine, they always try to avoid answering extra questions if they can. So yeah, it's not, it's not easy. But, you know, we're trying, I think like everybody else, we, we're trying to survive uh, and I've got, in a way, uh, let's say the luxury that I don't have a nine till five job. You know, yes, I'm studying, but I don't have to to bring the bread at home right now. 
and that I consider that a luxury because not many people are in the same situation at the moment and when you have a job that you have to do and you got your kids at home and it's it's hard and then that becomes your best friend automatically is internet and console games and um, iPads and tablets they as much you want to aid them but they become naturally your best friends so but I've got a question for you no go on Um, obviously I am (laughs) I am, you know, in my ivory tower of studying and homeschooling. <laughs> but um, I just sometimes feel for for you guys that, you know, you've I've had a job since I was 22. So it was it was a decision for me to stop, you know, to start working straight away. And uh, again, I'd, I was lucky enough to be able to start to work straight away. I didn't have big university that's uh, luckily um, and now you know my age I can take a step back and do a master but obviously for you it's a completely different uh, feeling because in, in the back of your mind you must think well actually I finished my degree I didn't even get the, the graduation which is the moment everybody waits to um, have those tears coming out and the beautiful photos as well and uh, and now you're doing a master. So what? How, how do you feel about the future? Oh, awful, Barbara. <laughs> I'm not even going to sugarcoat I'm sorry. it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I think it's 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 a mutual mutual feeling for lots of people in your situation at your age. Yeah, I think so. I think it's definitely harder because. So even kind of going through university, like I did American studies and I don't regret it at all. I absolutely love that degree. I learned so much. I have so much random pointless knowledge about the United States that I can recite on the chase. It's great. But I, you know, I I really wanted to do that and it was really interesting and it was great. And I met a lot of interesting people. I did a year abroad and I got a lot of skills out of it. But obviously American studies does not lead into a specific degree or it's not like a defined career path and I think for a lot of people particularly people who do humanities undergraduate degrees you're kind of like great well what do I do now because there's no direct link between anything really in like creative industries and with American studies it's so open like you can literally go on to do anything apart from you know like medicine law etc so I really had a think and I really wanted to do journalism and I actually originally just wanted to get a job, go straight into it, earn money, you know, I'm broke. I've only had like cafe jobs, restaurant jobs, whatever throughout uni and so I was like, yeah, I'm like really ready. I've like written for student newspapers, I am so prepared. That was a mistake because now doing this degree, but I realised obviously I couldn't get a job and I didn't just want to get a random job doing something I wasn't passionate about just for the sake of it. So I was like, yeah, I'll go to uni, I'll get the qualifications. Good thing I did, because not only has the job market dried up, I have learned coming here, I knew absolutely nothing, you know? So it's a really good thing I didn't just walk into a newsroom because I would have been chewed up and spat out and never worked in this industry again. So, yeah, but then it is really scary because there's so many people that I know that graduated who just couldn't get a job or still don't have a job and I know a lot of people 
who have signed up for universal credit and they always talk about that kind of feeling there's like a stigma with it there's a stigma that comes with like being on benefits like you're lazy or you just don't want to work or you're not skilled enough and that's absolute crap and as well because there's so many graduates now that have signed on and there's somebody who wrote an article i'm like an editor for this the new grad um just gonna plug that but someone who i actually went to uni with wrote an article about signing up for universal credit and all the the kind of feeling she had around that and i thought it was so interesting and one of the things she said was i never saw myself coming out of a degree and ending up on benefits or on universal credit but unfortunately that's just the reality we live in now that we have like probably one of the most educated cohort of people because so many people go to university now but what that does is now it's so hard for anyone with a degree to get a job because everyone has a degree and I have very mixed feelings about it because on one hand I think it's far more beneficial for a society to have a bunch of really educated people and people who have all these skills and I think that university should be accessible and anybody should be allowed to go to university but on the same hand we really need to help graduates because it is so difficult to get a job now. I can't tell you how many lengthy, ridiculous job applications I've gone through and just heard absolutely nothing back. And, you know, it takes up so much of your time and it's really draining. And it, it gets to a point where I'm like, what else can I do? And, and it got to a point where I just got really upset about it or really down and was like, what do you want from me? Like, what do you actually want me to do at this point? And now going into the masters, like, again, it, I just have that fear in the back of my mind, like, who's gonna, you know, is this gonna happen again? Because I've still got all of those skills, but then I've now got a masters, NCTJ, and like, do extracurricular stuff here, like the radio and like editors of things outside of uni. And I just always have that inherent fear of like, am I even gonna get a job? Is this even worth it? Like, am I just exhausting myself for absolutely no reason? And it, it's such a scary thought that I think a lot of graduates have these days. And I know this sounds like a little bit of a ramp, but it's just, it's so true. Like, I just don't know how we can get jobs and I don't know what they want from us. Does that make any sense? Oh, you make totally sense. And I think that's, you're just uh, now broadcasting what everybody else is thinking. Um, you know, you think after you've done four-year university, one master, um, you know, I don't want to say because obviously you got your dream, but you don't want to go into teaching because I don't think you did this because um, you want to be a teacher. It's because you want to be a journalist because you are great at it. Even if you are not arrogant, you're actually quite modest. I think you are great for everything you do. Uh, you really are. And I've got quite a few years of experience that you are. Um, but I just think that it's crazy and it should be some kind of help for students that have been through this pandemic. It really, they should consider um, a reduction into the student loan or some kind of help because that's not fair. And that will cause lots of stress and lots of mental health problems. You know, you, you're not the only one. I've heard lots and lots and lots of students that they're really upset because they were sold this dream that they were going to go to university yeah 30 grand but i don't need to pay them back until i earn so much so you know i can go live the life 
and do what I want to do. And then as soon as I finish, red carpet for my dream job. Unfortunately, it's not happening. It's not happening because for lots of different reasons. So, you know, like America is doing something for the students. They should be doing exactly the same here because it's, again, it's, it's causing lots of stress to people. I think what you said about uh, undergraduate and now um, uh, signing for uh, universal credit, it shows, and you know, yes, there is totally a stigma attached. The people who applies for benefits are lazy. But I, I just want to say it from the person who is actually applying for benefit with a degree. You know, it's not just about feeling and I'm I'm, af I'm afraid I'm gonna have to use this word, feeling the humiliation of going apply for benefit when you actually you just want to receive finally that email they say brilliant we're gonna call we're gonna call you for the interview uh, and yes you're gonna start to work because that's what they want to do they want to start to work so it's 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 really really hard at the moment to to find you know find a fine line that can actually help the students in lots of different ways not just financially but also psychologically, because it's that is what I think is affecting them even, even more. The fact that they really is their dream collapsed with COVID-19 completely. Even if I think even before COVID-19, there was people gradually were starting to understand that not every degree will lead to the career of your dreams. And sometimes there is a bit of lack of guidance. In high school, sometimes there is lack of guidance in the GCSE you're going to do. Never mind with your A-level and, and then with the university. I think it should be more help there to choose what is right for you, what you want to do. And yeah, I can see obviously now that there is a big run for apprenticeships. Everybody wants to do apprenticeships, but again, is that the solution or is just some kind of, you know, illusion that you're going to go and work for somebody, they pay for your fees, but um, what happens after how many companies actually they keep you on after that's another big question. It's, it's difficult to be 20 something in 2021. I totally feel that it is. I think as well, because when I kind of like just got out of like graduation i like went back to therapy because for the exact same reason it's like your dreams collapse and you just, you're so displaced and have absolutely no idea what you want to do and i guess what i was feeling was like from a very young age in school the problem for me was was that from from the age of five i'm gonna take an estimate at i was always told like you're a smart child, you're going to go places, you're going to go to university, you're going to get a good degree, you're going to have a good job. And I think that's what a lot of smart, in quotation mark, kids are told. But we're constantly told that all the time. And I think it doesn't come from a bad place. It comes from teachers, parents, you know, you know, really praising that and wanting you to do well and pushing you to do well. And it's all well intended. But what actually happens, I found, that just personally was that 
I internalized that and I was like, oh, I have to be smart. Or like, oh, I, I'm, and you know, I was kind of promised this dream of, you know, they kind of like fast track you towards university. Like I didn't, and again, I was really happy with my degree and I, I'm glad I did it and went and did it, but it was, there was no other road for me. It was very much like you're going to university. Like that's what you are made for. Yeah, just put on this fast track route straight into university and was just told all these amazing things and all you see on TV from university and the representation of university is very much, oh, it's so much fun. Like you go out, you get drunk, you, it's just this great lifestyle and then you get your dream job and you're set for life. And that's very much the narrative you are told from a young age. And so when you do all of those things, you do everything they tell you to do, you follow the right steps. It's a very linear path. And then all of a sudden it just comes crashing down and not even to do with COVID, but before COVID, I think that happened for a lot of people. Like you, you just have no options. And I found that really, really difficult to come to terms with because no one had warned me about what actually happens after graduation. It was all just stay in school, get really good grades, do extracurricular activities, go to university, you're set for life when that, that you're not, you're not. I have, I mean, what, four years of uni uni at like 9,000 that's what 36 grand and then I have this as well and then also all the maintenance loan I'm in like over 50k worth of debt I still don't have a job at the age of 23 everyone who didn't go to university is now buying houses having children settled down not that I particularly want those things but they're financially secure and I'm not and I was promised financial security and I feel like I've been conned I mean you know I'm not saying I like, don't go to university and I do realize this sounds a little bit ranty but yeah it's just very much I think the summary of what an entire generation of people are feeling and even more so now so i don't i don't really know where to go from that to be honest that's what it is well i think it's it's time that people start to address the elephant in the room because uh, you know covid19 only exasperated the situation that was already quite bad to begin with because let's be honest these days unless you decide to go to medical school or nursing school or or even engineering where you go a well-defined path where you know you're definitely going to get the job as soon you finish with all the other degrees you're always gonna have uh, some kind of you know problem find the job straight away and you know that's why I think it should have been it should decrease the, the amount of guidance you get um even having a bit more um, um kind of a connection between the academic world and the professional world because sometimes that's another big problem um but I, that's why I, I'm, I'm you know obviously I, I, I cannot I don't know how you know we I haven't really heard many people are asking for, um, reducing the university fees, but I don't think that is actually the problem. The problem is at the moment helping the people who already got the debt, like you, in reducing that. It's not about the university fees or about the people that are going to go to university next year. Apart from the fact that anyway, whatever the teaching is delivered, you know, if you're doing distance learning courses, they cost exactly the same as face-to-face -face courses. So I, I'm not, I'm not sure that is the solution in any way, because teachers are putting the time in, are uh, delivering lessons um, online, which is not easy anyway. So I, I really don't think that the, sol the solution, the solution should be 
a massive reduction into the existing debts for students and the interest that you have to pay on that. Because, you know, sometimes people say, oh, well, you know, again, I'll pay whenever I want. But in the meantime, that is accumulated interest anyway. And, you know, one day you want to buy your first house and you have to think that, you know, you're going to have to get a mortgage, other interests. And let's think about in a lifetime how much interest we've paid and for what. But I, I just I just feel, I think with my husband, we always have this kind of discussion about the, the kids' future, exactly what you said before, you know, you're smart, you go to university. I think we try to leave them free. I know they're young, but they start to obviously express what they would like to do or what what they would like to be when they grow up. But for me, you know, for my parents was essential, fundamental that I went to university because they didn't go, so I had to go. Um, it was the same with my sister. But I want to obviously leave my children free to decide whatever they want to do and whatever they want to be. I still think, despite all the deaths, that the kind of preparation professionally and even even socially, even culturally, that you get going through university is priceless anyway. So that's that's one thing that, you know, obviously I think, you know, they should go, but I will never say that to them because I want them to feel free to decide to be uh, and to do what they want. Um, but I do, I do feel when I love, I, in a way, in a tragic way, I love when you said, you know, they, they sold me the dream and now where's the dream? You know, it's like you, you expect that there is payback for that dream, you know, where, where, if you're not giving me the dream, give me, give me the payback, give me something in exchange for that. Um, but, you know, it seems like the forgotten students, you know, we hear about so many things about, you know, close the, the students organizing parties, you know, which we, we, at the moment, we are students. I haven't heard of any party going around. Oh, you must have missed <laughs> the invite, Barbara. Yeah, I must have missed the invite. <laughs> Terrible. Um, but, you know, it's just the students are perceived that these kind of social animals, you know, they just want to go out and drink. And nobody realizes what's actually, what's actually is happening. Um, yeah. Which I think it's, it's really serious. Yeah, I think exactly the same. I think kind of going back to your point about kind of like letting your children like decide what they want to do and how priceless uni is. I really do agree with you on that point because like I said, like I don't regret my degree and I know that in the f- <laughs> I know that in the future. I really really hope that in the future all of this stuff pays off. But I you know, I did move away from home, like I moved to the other side of the country met entirely new people made so many new friends I learned so much not even in terms of just like actual academia but in like those transferable skills and like communication like budgeting like being away from home adaptability and all that stuff and I got so much experience out of it and 
I look back on my university years very fondly. But yeah, and even like this master's degree, like the amount that I'm learning is like unbelievable. I feel like my brain's about to explode sometimes, but it's loads of information and, you know, obviously like all of you guys and it, it is very much a priceless thing. And I think doing university does wonders for you just as a person but also in terms of growing up. And I understand it's not for everybody and I'm not sitting here being like, everybody go to uni because some people really just don't like it or it's not for them or if they're not interested in the subject, all of that kind of stuff. And I think whilst it is priceless, I do just think there needs to be so much more support or it just needs to be more realistic. Because yes, you do go out a lot. Yeah, you have fun, you make friends, but no one really talks about and, you know, it's like there's that whole stereotype of, like, students staying up until, like, two in the morning to, like, finish an essay the night before and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, maybe in first year that stuff happens. But people really don't talk about the level of, like, stress it causes. Like, it's it's so much work. And you're also not getting paid for that. And a lot of the time students have to go and work alongside that. And people just think it's just, like, a bunch of going out and partying and stuff. It's not. It's really hard work. And nobody talks about that enough and nobody talks about how difficult it actually is and the pressure you feel and then also having to go and do extracurricular activities to make your job applications stand out like you run yourself ragged like I know I'm very guilty of it and I know that it's definitely me a lot more than like others but that pressure to constantly be doing things to constantly be standing out and I think it comes partly from like just not being like not really knowing what I was going to do with my life so feeling like I had to have loads of extra things going on or especially now that I've like seen like entry-level job requirements like entry-level job requirements are like oh you need to have a two one four years of experience in this field this extracurricular thing and you know whatever like it's absolutely ridiculous the amount of criteria they want people to come into entry-level jobs that aren't even very well paid I think that's something that needs to be fixed because that's a lot of the reason why students can't get jobs and I don't know why that is I don't know if that's because like they want someone with more experience but then don't post it as an entry-level job the entire point of an entry-level job is that it is entry and I don't as well know if it's just because these companies get such a high number of applicants they really need to find someone who's capable but then you just you don't even get a chance to like put yourself forward because they'll just look at your CV and be like oh you've just graduated where's your five years of experience no thanks so in in these application forms are sometimes like 10 pages long and I'm like how do you expect students to sit and write a 10 page application and then be turned around because like they don't have x amount of experience when they've just graduated university and it's like a degree is so priceless you learn so much but it's really not viewed is that and they're just like oh well you've got a degree but like what else like a degree is impressive and it should be treated as such it shouldn't be like you've got a degree but this person also has all of this because that's the reason a lot of students are now absolutely exhausted because it's not enough to just have a degree and it's not enough to just put those skills forward you always have to be thinking about what else you need to be doing especially if they then have to go and work and get jobs like my student loan didn't cover my accommodation didn't cover my rent so I had to go and work alongside university so it's just it, yeah it's it's uh it's just really difficult these days and no one talks about that enough I feel like all I'm doing is ranting but it's just really good to get this all out and like actually talk about it
I think I think it is because I'm sure that um, lots of lots of people can relate. Um, because I have friends that they already have children. Uh, obviously, I say children because you all children until you are forty years old. Um, in university, and you know some of them have already finished, and the reality is that you know they they are in exactly the same situation, and some of them they are unfortunately they are feeling what depression is like, because you know it's it's hard to go back home after you live three years away, four years away, you have to go back home and live with mom and dad because you cannot really do anything else. Um, let's be honest, most of the, the students will support themselves with, with hospitality jobs and your hospitality sector is closed. So, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. So I've seen lots of, of these kids really, it's like, well, I'm, I'm, I've seen them before going to university with this spark in their eyes. You know, I'm going to go and conquer the, the world and when I come back, I'm going to be, you know, big guns and I'm going to be there. And, and then they come back home with a really completely different feeling. And it's going to be hard to get them back and say, no, you can still conquer the world. It's just it's a different world, unfortunately. So, you know, you're going to have to try to diversify what you do and look at different ways of make your dreams come true because I, I still think it's possible it's not it's not nice on the other on the other hand that you cannot go and look for your dreams in Europe anymore for example because that you know you've taken away the possibility to go and freely work in 26 countries within you know with within within a night in June 2016. So I'm sorry, I'm still not going to be, I'm still not happy about Brexit, whatever people want to say. Um, and, you know, I just think that's, that's another, you know, lots of students, I know lots of um, uh, people that work in my husband um, uh, field that they uh, just go and work, they used to go and work in, in, in European countries, engineers. Uh, because, you know, obviously our UK engineers university, engineering university are well known worldwide and, you know, they, they were really welcome in Europe. What is going to happen now? Um, so it's, it's so many question marks, but I'm, a, I'm an optimist usually. So I just think that it will, it will take a bit more time, but you will find your way. See where I come from uh is people cannot find jobs you know we've we've had this situation for years and years and years where people couldn't people still today after going to university they cannot get jobs um so we have this huge um we call it brain um immigration emigration no immigration where just people go away and try to find a job and they used to come here or they used to go another place in europe so we we've seen the effects of that but now we're seeing like a reverse immigration lots of people are going back home and they're kind of looking into other ways of um 
you know, making their life in a, in a different way. Sometimes it's also try to find the balance and that flexibility to, to change your idea and see that, you know, which way I can make it work. Um, cause that's maybe sometimes the problem as well. You know, we, we finish a degree in whatever it is, and we, we expect that we're going to be, um, uh, um, you know, we're going to uh, find a job in that field. Exactly. The job description is going to be basically my dissertation translated into a job description, which it doesn't happen unless you obviously <laughs> in some very, very few cases, maybe if you've been to the right um, boarding school and to the right um, universities, but let's not touch that thing for now. <laughs> so yeah, I still think you know that it will it will come. It's just sometimes you have to find the right the the, the right balance and the right flexibility to to maybe change things around. See, so you, you know, I think you are a great example of that. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I think you know, you, you know, the, um, the way you you know change from you know you go from writing to do, do these amazing videos to do your radio programs you know so you try to diversify your knowledge and your expertise and i'm sure you will find in in one of these you will find your way absolutely well thank yeah. you fact, am, I, am i gonna go and put a bet on it <laughs> 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 to be honest all of that comes from just a love of learning like it sounds really nerdy to say but I actually just love learning about like not maths not maths not science but anything else I will happily learn <laughs> now I just love expanding my knowledge I think it's like one of the most interesting things to me is just learning about everything and I think that's also another reason why I just really wanted to do journalism because you're at the forefront of like knowledge essentially like, you are giving all this knowledge to the rest of the world and you have, like, you know, to make your stories actually, like, reliable or accurate, you have to go and talk to these experts. Like, it gives you a reason to be interviewing all these amazing, interesting, different people all the time. And I just find it absolutely, like, fascinating to just learn. And, you know, like you said, like, these days we get to do, like, videos, social media, radio like written journalism is it's all so interesting to me to just learn everything I just feel like I'm a sponge and I've always been like that <laughs> but yeah going back to what you said about all these people kind of moving out and coming back and kind of going out like with like a glitter in their eye and then coming back I think that is a really important theme for like this year because a lot of people have had to move home like myself included um I mean, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love university and I think the University of Sunderland is a really underrated university. It's actually really good, like, the professors are, like, on it and the course is really good. I'm essentially just plugging it, come to Sunderland, if you're listening. But, no, it is, it is really good, but I, honest to God, never saw myself living with my parents after university. And it's funny because my brother was always the home bird, but just moved out to like Newcastle and still lives there now. Like he never wants to leave the northeast. He loves the northeast, and he loves being far away enough that he has his independence, but can come back for a Sunday roast whenever his cupboards are looking a little bit bare. 
I was always the opposite. I was like, I'm moving out. I'm never coming back. I'm going to go see the world. I'm going to do, do amazing things. And, you know, thanks for everything, but goodbye. I'm moving on. Uh, obviously, that didn't last very long because I am back here. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I really enjoyed moving away. And then I like went to like work abroad and I was like, oh, I'm going to go straight to London after university or I'm going to go move to the United States. That was before everything happened, you know, between like, <laughs> like last year. But I, I just really want to like live abroad, work abroad, move away. And it honestly felt like I had failed when I had to come home. Like I, I felt like I kind of came back with my tail between my legs and had to like swallow my pride and was like, oh, I didn't get a job. But I think a lot of students are experiencing that at the moment, especially with coronavirus, because even if you're in like your final years at university, like you might not want to live in student accommodation, it might be closed, you might not be able to live there, or you might not have like rented a, f a house for final year, or everything's online, and then like you might have graduated and there's no jobs. So a lot of people have had to come home, and it's just like I love my parents, and it's really difficult to like say this without sounding disrespectful because I'm so thankful they took me, I'm so thankful they let me live here, and you know, they've always like supported everything I do and they're absolutely great. But even they know that I'm just like, I found it really difficult to have to come home and to know that I was coming home for like a good year in a bit. Like I moved home last March when everything started kicking off with Corona. And yeah, I just feel like I've lost a lot of my independence. Not just because Boris is like taking it away, but you know, it's it's always like, oh, when when you when do you want tea? When you're having tea, and it's lovely because like they they really help me out. And this masters is so hectic, so I'm so thankful I have like their support and um them helping me. But yeah, it was it was just really difficult to like have lived in different countries and do different things. And I know that comes from a very privileged position anyway, being able to do those things. But coming home was uh really difficult. Like it was a really hard pill to swallow. To realize that my dreams hadn't came true and everything I'd kind of projected and said I was gonna do I just couldn't uh, so yeah that was a bit of a ugh, bit of a bad time in my life and I know a lot of students feel the same like a lot of my fellow students who've had to go home say it's it's just hard to kind of go back from square one and I know that I'm doing a master's and I'm working towards bigger things and I'm educating myself further but it just feels kind of like I'm exactly back where I started. I think sometimes is uh, it's just a matter of how you see things. See, I will, I will love now to go back and be a daughter for a bit. You know, just have oh, what time you want tea? Oh, that means I don't have to make tea. Get in. <laughs> you know, so I think. You know, if I could give a message, I know it's hard. I know you're living these phases of failure, but think about this time is never going to come again. And you will miss it. Oh, you will miss it madly. See, I'm, I'm on the other, on the other side at the moment because I haven't seen my, my, my parents since August uh, last year. And with the new restri restrictions, I don't know when it's going to happen. And this is the longest uh time ever since we moved here that i haven't seen my parents and it's not just about me it's about the boys that haven't seen their grandparents 
uh, they haven't seen their auntie, they haven't seen the cousins. So it's hard. It's it's really hard. So just take the most of this time with your family, because as I said, it's not gonna it's not gonna last for long, because soon you're gonna be away, and that's it. And and to be looked after for the rest of your life unfortunately then it's going to be all on you you're going to have to look after somebody else so it's it's a wonderful feeling just make the most out of it and don't look at it at it as um as a failure when i see my parents by themselves it's really heartbreaking you know thinking that they're there and they don't really have any interactions with anybody so yeah i think Again, I'm an optimistic and I always try to look at the positive side. So I will enjoy your dad cakes as much you can, as long you, for as long you can. Yeah, to be fair, like I, I do make it sound like really, really negative. Like they are absolutely amazing parents. They are like great parents, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not like, oh God, I hate it here. Like I don't hate it here. It's just, it was difficult to come to terms with. But no, my parents are like absolutely amazing. And you know what, Barbara? I'm sure when Boris lets us play out, you know, me mum will look after you. Don't worry about it. Just come round, like Barbara's come round. But <laughs> she yeah, loves like that's, cooking. That's so I think she already offered to look after my children during our NCTJ <laughs> exams. Yeah, she did, bless her. She did. To be fair, my mum's like, she has always been that mum. Like, she's just such a mother, which sounds weird, but she just, she loves it. Like, she'll always cook like loads of food for like loads of people and at the moment like every Saturday she like put on a big spread of like different cuisines and like whenever my friends whenever I was back from uni me and my friends would hang out and she'd be like are the girls coming over for a curry night and she'd make like five curries like homemade samosas homemade bhajis like loads of stuff and yeah like she always turns to me and she's like I miss the girls I miss the girls <laughs> but no she's really sweet she's definitely like that northern mother that will just cook for an army so yeah so I think she she just like loves having us home and like like you said like especially during Covid I think if I was stranded down in like my little student house down in Norwich like, I don't think she'd have coped so it is it is great I think it's just quite difficult I think it just feeds into all that stuff about like not being where I wanted to be in life which is kind of ridiculous anyway that we have all these expectations I mean if you think about it like like these days it's very different from kind of 20 30 years ago when like you did just go straight into a job like these days that just doesn't happen and that's the new life but everything we've ever seen or heard of from our parents or seen on like tv is people going straight into their jobs because i think media and representation hasn't quite caught up with what it's like now and so I think, and as well with social media, you know, we see all these influencers who are like our age, who are like earning like millions and, or billions, Kylie Jenner. Uh, but yeah, so I think we have all this imagery of like, or this idea of like what our parents did, what people on TV and these TV shows we grew up watching did, and then all these really famous people on like social media and we're just kind of like, oh my goodness, what are we doing wrong? Whereas... We're not actually doing anything wrong. This is just the new way of life, but it hasn't been portrayed enough yet or spoken about enough yet in a way that makes it feel normal and makes it feel like we actually are doing okay. You know, I think you you have touched the point there perfectly when you said about, you know, social media, that it kind of, you know, you, you must um, do, you know, you must achieve... Uh, you must make money and 
sometimes that's what I keep saying to my children. It's not about the money. It's not about how much you earn. It's about how much you actually enjoy what you do. Now, it's obviously easier to enjoy what you do if you don't have a huge debt on your shoulders to pay. That's 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 make everything a lot easier. But it's not always about the money. And there is this wrong idea. And uh, when I was younger, you know, it was it wasn't as bad as it is now, because we didn't have this massive broadcast of richness and you know sometimes all these influencer going to these wonderful places and and you say oh what i'm doing wrong but don't get me wrong sometimes it happens even at my age when you see other people you know that they can do things that we cannot afford and you say what 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 did we do wrong you know we went to university we got a job straight away we we lived in two countries you know so but still we need to stop compare to other people when we will learn that we don't have to compare that will be half of the battle you know if you're happy with what you've got you know i'm i'm kind of um proud myself we never been as a family to any let's call it flashy holiday you know we never been to any um of these you know wonderful places because we couldn't really afford it but doesn't take anything from our experience as a family. What I feel we give to our children is, is deeper than that. We try to build memories just from the simple things, which, you know, is what we all should teach. And that's why I try to teach them, you know, you have just to decide to do what you want to do. And yes, George wants to be a medical doctor, but when I ask him why, because, you know, obviously we were going through and say, right, we'll see what kind of GCC, GCC you should do if you really want to do that. And uh, I said, but you, first of all, you need to tell me why you want to be a medical doctor, you know, because I need to understand what is pushing you to do that. And he said, 14 years old, I said, because I want to do something to help people, which, you know, I just feel, well, I did a good job. <laughs> If if my 14 years old answer like that, I think I did a good job. And I think that's what all parents always should think. You know, we're doing a great job if, you know, our children don't compare with the stereotype of a 14 years old YouTuber that is making lots of money. You know, that's that's one thing and that will push and if they go to university and they complete their i'm going to use a bit of latin here i'm going to show off and complete their formamentis you know like the way they are that's that's great but it's great obviously even if they even if they don't as long they do it for the right reasons whatever you do in life do it for the right reasons i think that's so true and i think you know, I, I watch I watch a lot of reality TV. I'm not even going to show you that. But whenever I do watch it, these people aren't always happy. Even, you know, whenever you watch, for example, Keeping Up With The Kardashians, they have the same life problems that we have. Like, the exact same. They fight with their family. They have relationship problems. They're cheated on. They just want the best for their kids. Like, 
it's very human nature and yeah they have multi-million dollar houses and they're very wealthy and you know they're not they don't have the same kind of stresses that other people do around money they're not you know you don't have that extra pressure I guess of, of like oh I really need to pay my bills or like feed my kids but on a very basic human level they still have the exact same problems and so it really isn't everything like you can't you know money does not buy happiness I know that's a very cliche saying but it really doesn't like you will not find someone that's perfectly happy simply because they have money they might be crying in a mansion whereas I'm crying in like <laughs> a little house in Sunderland but they're not innately happy simply because of the number they see when they log on to their like online banking and I think that's a really important thing to remember and in that point actually we are out of time how quickly has that gone look what happens when you have a rant uh, <laughs> <laughs> well thank you very much for tuning in thanks for um you know bearing with me through my my little rant i hope that you can relate to it in some way shape or form and you know i hope i hope that you are having a good time and if you are a student listening to this then you know we're, we're all in there together so and there's some great help as well if you are a student at the university there's some great like well-being help and stuff as well just give them a give them a shout give them a reach out but that is the end for this week's episode so we'll see you back here next tuesday at 11 o'clock for in her shoes <laughs>